Are you seeking more energy, inspiration, wisdom? If so, you're not alone. Each episode is a glimpse into the live discussions we're creating at TogetherWeSeek.online. I'm JJ DiGeronimo, a lightworker and curious soul, interviewing some amazing practitioners and lightworkers to explore inspiration and ancient wisdom with the goal of illuminating our knowing, brightening our path, and further manifesting our work. Hello, hello, it's JJ. Thank you so much for joining the Together We Seek Down Online community. And today I have an awesome guest, Ella. I met Ella through really a series of synchronicities. As you all know, I'm such a bigger believer in energy and putting the right frequency out there. And Ella and I met through an amazing contact, which all of you will meet in a few weeks. We're going to be having a session with Kinga, but we met through Kinga. Mm -hmm. And Kinga thought it would be great for me to not only meet Ella, but to talk to her about her upcoming retreat. And for all of you who know, I love a good retreat, but they're so hard to find online. Like I Google search retreats all the time. And it just, I don't know. I just never know, like, should I do it or should I not? I end up going to some of the more traditional places that have retreats. Uh, but when I find a fantastic woman that's hosting a retreat, I want to share it with all of you because I feel like so many of us need to get out of our schedules to really create shifts and realign our energy to where we are running towards next. So Ella, with that, I am so thrilled to have you here. Thank you for joining us. No, JJ, it's my pleasure. And also, I'm so grateful for your audience and your community. So thank you so much in advance for being allowed to spend time with you guys. Well, I love it. And we're going to jump into your retreat, which you're hosting in Florida at the end of September. So we're going to jump into that. But let me just ask you, because I think a lot of people are like, well, there's a lot of things I want to do, but I'm not sure what to do first. And a lot of things that we want to do, we have very little experience doing. So when you and I connected last week, I said, you know, how did you start a retreat? Like, what is it about you that made you jump into the retreat world? Yeah. So great question, because part of you has to be a little bit mad to start a retreat or to hold any kind of in-person event, right? I mean, you know what I'm talking about yeah. from your own experience. So it's a lot. It's almost like throwing the biggest wedding anyone's ever been to or seen, because it's that you want everyone there to have an amazing experience and all of the coordination that goes into it and all of the planning and all of the things are so worth it in the end that it keeps you coming back for more. That's been my experience, JJ. How about you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just wanted a specific retreat to go to and I kept looking for something I wanted to go to because I, I like yoga and for all you yogis, I love all of you, but I don't want to do yoga four times in a weekend. Like I like it. But I'm not the one to be on my mat four or five times. I want to do other things too. And I was having a hard time finding retreats yeah. that weren't just yoga or just food-based or just meditation. I wanted to create something that would fill my soul but allow me to have a cocktail and cry a little. Yeah, I hear you because I actually, so the way I make a living is in the business world. So I'm going to back up for a moment, but I promise I'll connect all of the dots. So I make a living in a high corporate business world. I've owned my own consulting company for 19 years. Wow. Yeah. And I also have, as you know, On Air with Ella, which is a podcast and an events and a women's community company, if you will. And what's been super, super interesting about sort of the intersection of those two different lives that I lead is that I'm now in my late 40s. 
And so that means I've been in the working world for several decades. And it has only been in the past 10 years that I, and really honestly, five, that I can truly, truly understand, appreciate, and value the power and the impact of women getting together, working together, learning together, sharing, um, having camaraderie, and sharing experiences together. So for the first couple of, you know, for the first phases of my career, it was all hustle, 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 survival, 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 especially as a business owner and someone who started a business with, you know, $300 and like a college refrigerator. That was my one listed asset (laughs) when it came to taxes. So to start out that way and to spend so many years hustling and hustling and hustling, I didn't stop. I didn't stop. I didn't pay attention to what kind of community was I trying to build or, you know, how can I empower women or, you know, really do anything other than survive. And so I consider it like a privilege almost that now that I'm established in my career, that I've been able to take a breath. I've been able to look around. I've been able to say, what do I want more of? What do I want less of? How am I going to achieve that? All right. That's my personal journey. While also now, for the first time in that journey that I'm describing to you, leaning on the experiences and the power of other women. And it's changed my life. It's absolutely changed my life. That is absolutely beautiful. And I think that so many women can relate to this because I think doing it alone is not only lonely, but you also don't get to benefit from other people's lessons and you kind of grouping arms and doing it together. Yeah. And there's all, you know, the chatter um, about how women are tougher on women and, or, uh, you know, I find it harder to be friends with women and all, and that sort of vibe. I have found great joy and now like this real passion for just blowing those stereotypes and cliches to smithereens. Um, so I, I lived in North Carolina for years. I'm not from there, but I ended up going to business school there and staying there and starting my business there and living there for years. I don't even know how that happened. And now I live just outside of DC. Well, when I moved here, I was like, I don't know anybody. Like, how do you make friends at this point in your life? Like, you know? And so I joined a professional women's network in Washington, DC. And it was so eye-opening because I was having these experiences where for the first time in ages, I wasn't the minority, where I was surrounded with accomplished, driven, super intelligent women, and we were the majority in that space, in that space and time. Um, And it reminded me or sort of helped me because I've had that experience in my podcast world. I've had that experience with the On Air with Ella community. But in the, something happened to me in the past few years where I started having those types of experiences professionally. And now I'm here to like merge the two, um, to integrate the two and, and really like leverage the power of us working together, sharing together and all the things that we're describing in every area of my life. And it's really, it's been utterly cathartic and it made me want to hold the retreat really, really soon. So that's how the Live Better retreat happened. So let's step into that for a minute. So you obviously have this amazing executive women's group in the DC area and beyond. And why not just have another event? Like what really encouraged you to meet somewhere else 
have to do mm-hmm. all the logistics associated with that? Like what really was like, you know what, I'm going to do this today. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a little, I have a little confession and that is that professionally I hold workshops and, you know, strategic planning workshops to big conferences all the time. So I'm fortunate in that I have the experience with all the logistics because JJ, as you know, the logistics are like a part-time job easily. And so I was lucky that I have that experience in my sort of toolkit, if you will. But what made me really do this was the On Arathella podcast has been on the air for seven years now, but it hasn't been consecutive. So there was a long hiatus in the middle, like an 18-month hiatus in the middle where I was working on professional endeavors and I could not, I just could not manage both. Um, I started a third business. It almost broke me. (laughs) Okay, But in any case, I'm back now. It's full-time, et cetera, et cetera. But I have not held an event since pre-pandemic. And I, that, the last retreat that I had, it was, it was small, but bigger than the one that I'll be having in Miami. It was about 45 people, 45 women. And I experienced as much of a benefit from that experience, JJ, as did anyone in attendance, which is to say it changed my life. And I was like, yes, thank you. More, please. I'll have more of this. (laughs) So here we are. Yeah, I have to agree. I have to agree. It is a lot of logistics, but if you're passionate to bring people together in a meaningful way and you can do it yourself or you can hire someone to help you, it really is an extraordinary experience, not only for the people coming, but also for yourself. And I don't know what it is, but when women get away from their home, even if it's a 30-minute drive, it Mm -hmm. is transformational when they get with other women and they feel seen and heard. And I I just think it can be so magical. Yeah. And I think it's really important. I mean, there, there are several ways to think about this. And one is when something is close to your heart and it really, really matters to you, it's so much harder to launch because your heart's in it. So if it fails, it feels like you, the essence of you has failed. Like your soul's purpose took a hit. And of course, that's not true. It is perfectly acceptable to fail, but of course we're learning something in that failure, right? In that setback. What my point is today though, when I am holding my own event that I care so deeply and passionate about and my heart is in it, any risk of failure feels intensely personal and like it cuts you to your core. So it keeps you from doing it. So I would say to anyone listening today, whether you want to hold a retreat or you want to write a book or you want to launch a thing or you want to do something creative or you want to express something that comes from your soul or your heart in some way, if it feels difficult, it's because you care. It's because it's authentically you. And that's not enough of a reason not to do it. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. It's not enough of a reason not to do it. And there is no recipe to do it. I think so many of us have a vision of like what all the boxes that have to be checked, which are almost a list longer than we can accomplish. So we don't do it. And even when I wanted to start my retreats, I thought about it for three years before I did it. Because similar to you, I was in corporate America every day and I could tell women were sitting outside their bodies. I could tell they weren't really emotionally connected from the inside out. They were so driven by tasks and actions and accolades. 
And I finally visited an energy practitioner, Dora, which I absolutely love. And she said, you know, JJ, build what you want to go to. Just build what you want to go to. There's no way you'll get that wrong. And I think she was absolutely right. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. And honestly, when we had a chat a, a little while ago and you helped me with that insight and you shared that insight with me, I was like, it's almost become my mantra. <laughs> Thank you, Dora. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you started events because you couldn't find what you wanted. So if, if someone listening today, again, if they have a thing to create, whatever that, whatever form that expression may take, build it for an audience of one. Now that's not business advice. <laughs> that is passion project advice, because obviously you know, if we're talking hardcore business models where you're looking to generate revenue and blah, 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 there's a different approach. But there's something about working in our soul's purpose, if you don't mind me sounding a bit, you know, that's a bit oblique. But when you're working in your, your soul's purpose in that area, I've never seen anyone create what they need and not be fulfilled by it in some way. That's exactly. And, and start with three-hour event. Start with a six-hour event. You don't yeah. have to do an overnight event. You can just start where, where you're comfortable, where you can yeah. find space, where people can drive to. You know, it doesn't have to be... I started mine with a one-night overnight retreat. I hired an organic chef. I had some of the energy practitioners I worked with talk about their work. And, you know, we laid outside and did some samples. And it was amazing. It was exactly I what know. I needed. <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing. So tell us, tell us, because yeah. uh, now that people have met you, they're going to be like, now tell me more about what you're doing. So tell us about your retreat in September. Oh, you're so kind to let me share. Let me think of how I can, how I can add value for the listener. So I will tell you that my journey right now, the, the, the podcast started as a health and wellness podcast. Okay. Not because I was an expert in either, by the way, but I was someone going on the journey and my, my superpower is trial and error. <laughs> so my superpower is that I'm willing to just share the mess and be like, here's what I'm trying. Here's what I'm not doing anyway. And failing often publicly. That's great. But as I have adulted and as I have hopefully evolved, um, the show has become a bit more robust where we're zooming out to many, many issues that we care about. So whether it's communication in relationships or even negotiation in the interpersonal sense, um, you know, communication dynamics to sex, to how to earn more money, and then health and wellness topics woven through there too, because JJ, that's how we live our lives. Like we're living our lives caring about a 360 degree pie, not just like one slice of it. So the reason I share that with you is that's what the retreat is. So this is not a meditation retreat. This is not a yoga retreat. There will be there will be detoxing in a sense, but there will be a tiny bit of toxin in a sense as well. Um, it is targeting women there are women of all ages coming, but it's kind of this sweet spot. This isn't about age, JJ, but it's about phase of life that tends to be like 35 to 55, right? And I already have younger and I already have older, but this is my point. I personally am in the phase of my life. Like I said, I'm in my late forties and I, there's so many things I cared about 20 years ago that I just don't care about in the slightest, but it is a time now for me to say, as I mentioned before, what do I want more of? What do I want less of? What am I avoiding? 
And that's an uncomfortable one. And how do I want to feel? And to me, those are much more useful questions than like, what is my purpose? What exactly should I be doing in this life? But I am having one-on-one interviews with every single attendee and asking them to bring an intention or question. It can be in either form, one or two intentions or questions to this retreat. And we will be going through frameworks. So there will be workshops plus fun plus some body work, you know, breathing exercises, a tapping exercise, that sort of thing over the course of the days. And then just recreation. But they will do workshops to help them be more clear, more specific, and have a more actionable plan for whatever the thing is that they're trying to do or be or create. Um, And it is almost outcome agnostic, meaning somebody's coming in and I know that in her heart, she wants to pick up everything she has and move across the country and go live somewhere else. And that's terrifying to her. And I know that that is on her mind. She will come out of that weekend knowing whether she is doing that or not. And if so, when like that, it's that type of thing. Then there's somebody else who's just, her kids have flown the nest, right? They're, they're gone. And she's in this phase of her life where she's like, who am I? And what do I want? And what do I want to do? And she will leave there with a clear idea of who she is and what she wants and where she's trying to go. And we'll also ride bikes and do yoga and have cocktails. <laughs> I think it sounds magical and I can't wait for more women to hear about this. I oh. have, tell us where they can find it and I will link it oh. as well. Thank you so much. I'll keep it simple. I'm on air with Ella. That's great. I will post it below. You can check it out. And I think for many of us, there's a couple lessons I'm going to take away, right? Like if you can't see it, build it. If you need it, build it. Amen. And if you can great get with great women along your way to not only settle in on what's no longer working and letting that go, but creating space for what is next, there's no better way to spend your time in your life. Couldn't have said it better. There's something so special about pressing pause on all of the noise and stepping out for a day, two days, three days, whatever life will afford you, whatever, whatever your intuition says is, is right for you. So I, amen. And thank you for the work that you're doing, JJ. Mm, Well, I thank you. I can't wait to see who checks it out and really what comes out of it. I think for any woman that attends from anywhere, I think for so many of us, it's just encouraging each other to step into the best version of ourselves. And sometimes it takes a retreat to kick that off. Or keep it going, I guess. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Ella. And we'll see you soon. I appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Have a great one. Bye now. And that's a wrap. See you again here and over at togetherweseek.online where you can join live discussions with energy practitioners, healers, and spiritual leaders. See you there.